Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Today we have a great malicious compliance story which ultimately ruined a community college president's birthday. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, professor doesn't agree with compulsory attendance and mandatory exams. This post about a professor maliciously complying reminded me of a story from my first year at university when I was studying German at a German university. Traditionally, German universities handed out degrees called Diplom for engineers and natural scientists and Magister for humanities. In the early 2000s, all the universities had to adapt to the bachelor-slash-master system to make degrees internationally comparable. The main difference between the two systems is that in the old magister system, there was no compulsory attendance and no tests. You just participated as you saw fit, and at the end of a semester, you would get a slip of paper for each course you took. Once you had collected enough paper slips, you could take an exam, and at the end, you would write a thesis. In the new system, there was compulsory attendance, and every course needed to be graded because all the grades went into your final grade. That, of course, meant a lot more work for the professors, as they had to grade dissertations or exams for every class they taught. This was a huge inconvenience to them because in Germany, teaching and research are not separated. As a professor, you're expected to do both and every minute you spend on teaching cannot be used to do research, write and publish articles, and thus secure funding for your research. I happened to be in the first cohort to study under the new system at my university. There was one professor in particular who voiced his disapproval very adamantly. He taught German linguistics. In his first lesson of the semester, he told us about compulsory attendance. He then said, I'll leave the attendance sheet on my desk right here. I'll also inform you that I'll have a 5 minute smoking and toilet break in the middle of my lesson where I'll leave the room. As this is a very big classroom, I can of course not remember all of your faces and or handwritings, so I guess I'll have to trust that none of you would, I don't know, just come in during the break, sign the sheet for you and everyone you know and leave. His class was genuinely interesting though, so a lot of us went anyway, but it was nice to know he was on our side. In the last lesson before the exam, he said, Do not study for this exam. I mean it. The difficulty level of the exam is lower than low. Don't waste your time. Of course, no one believed him and everyone studied nonetheless. The exam consisted of three questions, translated to English for your reading experience. What's your name? 20 points. Which of these is a linguistic term? 40 points. A. Ladies' choice. B. Federal election. C. Speaker election. Petra is waiting for her boyfriend at the park after the exam. Determine the different parts of the sentence. 40 points. 
For context, question 3 is a subject matter of grade 4 in elementary school. Not surprisingly, nearly everyone got 100% on the exam. So, although I completely understand the frustration and the anger towards the new system and how wasteful and backwards it feels for these people, didn't their staunch refusal and the games they played make what education you did get here pretty impacted? I mean, obviously in all of the other lessons, I'm sure you learned a lot and still was very valuable, but when you cram that in between a bunch of third grader level stuff, are you really securing that knowledge? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? It's so easy somebody in grade 4 in elementary school could do it. That said, our next story is, Professor is forced to do a speech, complies to the max. Back when I was in high school, a long time ago, whenever an important date approached, i.e. Independence Day, etc., we would line up in the courtyard and would have to be standing still, as in formation, and one of the teachers would do a speech about the date and the importance of it. Those speeches would usually be around 10 to 15 minutes long, about as long as it was humanly possible to keep 150 teenagers lined up and standing still on formation and listening, and the teacher doing the speech would rotate amongst all the faculty and, since there were quite a few teachers, each teacher was due around once a year or less than that. There was one notable omission on the teacher's roster. The mechanography teacher, this would age the post really well I guess, never did a speech. Never! Let's call him Mech. He would always refuse and get away with it for whatever reason. In around 30 or so years teaching at the school, it became famous that he never did a speech. Until this one day, when I guess the dean got out of bed on his wrong foot or whatever, and he absolutely demanded Mech to do the speech. There was no way to get away with it. Mech would have to do it. His first speech in 30 or so years at the school. Even some of the faculty, former students of Mech themselves, were excited to see the outcome of this power struggle between Mech and the dean. So we lined up at the courtyard, 150 students, 15 to 20 teachers, etc, etc, and Mech took the stand and the mic with definitely a smirk of malicious compliance on his face, and he delivered. More than 45 minutes of an absolutely drowsing speech, telling every single minute detail and fact about the date in question. For the students, it was destruction. Having to stand still and silent for almost an hour? Failing to do so was one of the most punishable offenses. Trying not to fall asleep on our feet. The dean tried to stop Mech twice. The first time, Mech just completely ignored the dean. The second time, Mech just plainly told the dean, you wanted me to do the speech, deal with it. For the whole audience to listen. Around 30 to 35 minutes, some of the older I don't give a crap anymore students started shouting things at Mech. Not hurtful things, but colorful commentaries about the speech. We started laughing. Mech carried on as if nothing happened. Dean tried to take the stand to demand silence. Mech denied the Dean saying, I'm not finished yet. That day we lost probably an hour and a half of teaching time. We ended up hating Mech for the torture he put us through. When he finished, the Dean had no choice but to give us a short unscheduled break before returning to class. Over the years, I realized what an absolute masterpiece of malicious compliance Mech delivered. Mech never did a speech again at the school. I love that this teacher was like, okay, you're going to force me to do something I absolutely oppose and hate? 
I'm going to give you the perfect example of why A. This is obviously a huge waste of time to begin with. And why B. You'll never ask me up here ever again. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As far as I'm concerned, Mech cemented themselves as a legend for that. This next story is forced to work closing? Not so much. Way back in the day... I, like many, delivered pizza to make additional money while in college. Not at a high-end place, let's call it Krusty's. The manager was an okay guy. The assistant manager? Not so much. Total B. The only requirement I had working there was that I would not work nights before exams. This was usually not a problem. One day was looking especially busy and the manager asked me if I could work the night before a final exam. As he was okay... I agreed as long as he scheduled me for early shift, not closing. He agreed. Assistant B was in charge that night, and she absolutely hated to close. So first thing when I walk in, she stated, OP, you're closing tonight. I replied, no, that was not the agreement. I'll be working early shift as I have an exam tomorrow. Assistant B said, sorry, but you don't have a choice in the matter. I said, I don't? They said, nope. I said, you would be wrong in that, and proceeded to take off my shirt, throw it behind the counter, and left with a final, I'm out of here. After I arrived home shirtless, I received a frantic call from the manager as to why I quit. This was pre-cell phone. I regaled him with Assistant B's orders, and he begged me to come back and said he'll notify Assistant B that one, I would be the first one off, and two, she would be closing. Assistant B didn't even deign to speak to me for weeks. No big loss. Epilogue, I eventually graduated and went on to other jobs. About five to six years later, I run into the manager and we greet each other and talk about what's been going on. During this, the following exchange, whatever happened to Assistant B? She was a real bench. Manager said, well, I married her. I said, oops, I'm sorry I said that, but we never got along. They said, nope, you were right the first time. Is what the manager said at the very end there an implication that they were formally married? I mean, I'm sorry it took them all the way to getting married to find out that OP was correct in saying that they were a bench. Our next story is misogynist racist gets just desserts. In my 42-year-old female 20s, I worked in human resources for a growing community college in my area. 
My immediate boss, the HR manager, was an extremely smart and already successful retiree of a very popular international soup company. As you can imagine, he was a wealth of information and education for me, not just with HR policy, but also human behavior and psychology, and life in general, etc, etc. And he very quickly became my mentor. He despised prejudice in any form, and we had this in common. Unlike a lot of other HR departments, we actually used our HR laws and policies to advocate for our employees over the company as often as possible. One of our favorite pastimes was exploiting the way the policies and correspondences were written in order to help the employees, because they were often vague or poorly written and therefore subject to debate. And since we, the HR department, are the ones supposedly covering the company's butt on legal, they pretty much had to side with our interpretation. Well, these disputes with upper management, namely the board and the president, coupled with our thinly veiled smugness probably, provoked a lot of petty backlash from them and their loyal administrative minions. So one of them finds a policy note that all administrative staff have mandatory committee service duties that must be filled on a needed or as needed basis and they decide to try to use this against me slash us. I'm in the middle of several large, time-sensitive projects that involve employee leave reports, sick and vacation time, benefits, benefit changes, disability, retirement, etc. It is literally our busiest time of the year and the only time, two months, Jesus, what a nightmare our healthcare and benefit system is, another rant for another day, yikes, anyway, to get it all processed is now. Otherwise, employees lose benefits or don't get the changes they requested. Read Nightmare. I get an email from the president slash minions with boss CC'd that I'm under review for not meeting the qualifications of my employment, as I've not spent any time serving on any of the various and often unnecessary committees, blah blah blah. Well, boss is ticked, capital P, so he says, Oh, they want you on a committee? Hehe. <laughs> Since the policies were not well defined, there were no limitations on exactly which employees were to serve on which committees, and there were also no rules on who could head each committee. So, boss put me as head of the president's birthday party committee. Yes, this narcissistic jerk bag had a committee formed every year to plan his birthday celebration. To further elaborate on his jerk baggery rock juggling thunder expletiveness, let me paint you a picture of birthday parties 20 years past. Rules 1. Only invite the cute chicks in our office building, and also that one Indian guy I like, who I'm pretty sure is actually from Pakistan. 2. Hors d'oeuvres and crudity in a cake with a loving and endearing message are paramount. 3. Make sure everyone in the room kisses my butt as much as possible. Unfortunately for Prez, he always had to play nice in company email, etc. to manage his public profile. I think he might have also been working against some negative publicity at the time. So he sent an email to head of birthday committee. He didn't know it was me. Make sure to invite everyone to my birthday celebration. I want it to be spectacular this year, etc, etc. So I immediately went to my boss and excitedly said, Boss, he said, everyone, ha, 
I invited the custodial staff, the daycare staff, the administrative staff, the professors, the people that clean the parking lots on contract, the students, everyone. I made it a pizza party with soda and ice cream. I told everyone in the invite that the president would love to hear from you. Please feel free to offer compliments and criticisms during this time. I even included text from his original email that said he wanted to quote, see everyone and address concerns of the staff. So many employees showed up with so much to say. He hated it. His face was red the whole time. I never had to serve on another committee. We still laugh about it. Bonus, he got ousted over some other crap, and the new president is pretty amazing. It sounds to me that after this went on, if you had to deal with that boss for a while longer, it would be the wise thing to say, oh, can you also send that to me in writing through email? I just want to make sure I have it to confirm and remind myself. Because it sounds to me like whatever formal communication they had had to be like dolled up and look like they're not a total jerk or anything. So just force any of that communication right into that nice funnel. Honestly though, it's nice to hear that he got replaced because people like that managed to keep on succeeding even despite being huge pieces of work for quite some time. Knowing things though, he probably got a promotion at a different company. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.